Welcome to Wildly Unprofessional, a podcast where we talk about getting shit done and looking good doing it. I'm your host, Megan DiVincenzo, CEO, designer, badass wife, mother, and friend. Hey, Wild Ones, you guys will love this mini episode that we did in Nashville, Tennessee. We are speaking with the one, the only, the most fabulous Daniel Diamond. Daniel is the owner and CEO of Daniel Diamond, which is the place for all the fringe, all the crystal, all the cowboy boots. He is your man. He outfits in Crystal, everyone from Shania Twain, Miranda Lambert to Gwen Stefani, and the list goes on and on and on. His friendship and attitude is infectious, and I know you're going to love Daniel as much as me. Enjoy the show. Hi. Hi, lover. How are you? I'm excited that you're here. Thank you for being here. So we're here with Daniel Musto, otherwise known as Daniel Diamond, in Nashville at his brand new location. Tell us about this new location. Uh, We're smack in the gulch right here, which as you can see is developing to be the hottest shopping destination, but we are here amidst the construction, which means we get to do our work and watch the hot construction guys all day. (laughs) Are the construction guys hot? They are. In Nashville, they are. Do they catcall? Um, they, yeah, they cat call my girls. So do the UPS drivers, like kind of any Uber eats, everyone cat calls. Are you girls. like, look at me, look at me. That's no, what I don't I'd have be to. Like, I just no. kind of stay back here and see okay. if they slide into the DMs. How long have you been here? It's been about two months. Okay. So not that long. Mm-hmm. This is like your new baby. Yeah. We were next door. It's funny. We were facing another main road next door for about eight, nine months. Okay. And we felt so disconnected from the neighborhood. But now that we're in this new location, we can open up the garage to the street. It's really fun just to see who walks in. So for everyone listening, I'm here in his store. And let me tell you, it is a fucking vibe. We have disco balls, glitter, sparkle. Glitter's not the right word. That's, glitter, I mean, sparkle. People say sequins. Rhinestone. I mean, anything that reflects light is okay by me. I feel like you and I are a very organic match. Perfect. I That's love right. bling. You love bling. Oh, our stylist we were is here. organically brought together by, by Saucy Style. Saucy Style. And everyone actually knows and loves her that follow me. People no, are obsessed her. with her. Yeah, I know. Everyone Anything she puts on, everybody wants. Oh, and I'm like, okay, yeah, but it's not going to look like that on you. <laughs> me too. I know, right? Okay, so tell me a little bit about you. I know you're from L.A. Yeah, I was in L.A. for 17 years. Before that, I grew up in New Jersey. I studied at FIT. Were you in, born in New Jersey? I was Jersey? born in New Jersey. What part? Come on now. It, it's called Tewksbury is where I okay. lived. I know. No one knows. We have a Trump golf course and that's about it. Okay. And a bunch of cows. Um, okay. Grew up there, middle of nowhere. I would take the train in on the weekends to study fashion at FIT in high school. Then I moved to LA. I was going to fashion school there and then straight out of school when I was... Yes. Yes. Can you lit, say it again for lit. the people in the back? <laughs> Show up 20 minutes early with two coffees in your hand. And all of a sudden, everyone trusts you. Yeah. But also, things are destined to happen in your life. Yeah. And as long as you're open to them and you're receptive and you do a little bit of faking it till you make it while making sure some people around you know you need a little assistance, it happens pretty quick. So, okay, I'm going to go back just mm-hmm. a little bit. So, you said you would travel into New York to mm-hmm. visit FIT. Yep. So, were you always interested in fashion? Mm-hmm. Since I was three, I would like. I would only compliment my mom when she had a cute outfit on. Otherwise, she got none of my attention. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that your love language? Um, it is. And then I was the captain of my dance team. And I mean, I was always like, I was teaching like arts and crafts at 10 in the park. Yeah. Like what 10 <laughs> year old teaches an art class in the park? So you knew. Me. Yeah, there's always some way to execute creativity yes. on the tip of my tongue. 
then I was captain of the dance team. And because like throes of women just love being around me, which my dad doesn't understand. I, <laughs> the dance just team went from seven members to 50 members the year that I became captain. And that just gave me 50 more bodies to dress. Yep. So I would design all the costumes, but it was mostly like used denim yeah. that I would fringe and rhinestone and safety pin and all the things. So, How old were you do when like you were doing 16, this? So, the, so you were really putting fringe on shit back. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this what started if I showed you the really... photos, you would like burn no, my we wanna <laughs> photos. No, we want to see your photos. We'll post them for uh, everybody yeah, so on our Instagram page so they can see them too. Don't judge me based on my past, but get a good giggle out of it. But so you I guys... was like cutting denim into fringe yeah. and I was attaching it to things. So you were the OG. Yeah, I mean, I was doing then what I was supposed to do in life. Yeah. I just had to, I had to like make a crap ton of connections to get where we are now. Here's an example of. Oh my God, you guys, we're going to post these, we will post these (laughs) photos on Wildly Unprofessional. It's great. The Wildly Unprofessional exclusive. Daniel. Daniel Diamond OG. There was like some slashes. Here's, I mean, like, this is the team. I love it. You know, it was Wait, can like, you dance? I can. I was actually in a Britney video. Okay. We'll get, we're going to need to see this too. I've lived many lives. Um, I was in a Britney video when I was 19. Somebody on set gave me mono because I had like mono for six months after. And I think it was Britney. Uh, uh, you were kissing Britney <laughs> yeah, is what you're saying? Um, me and Britney had many things. I mean, it always comes back to Britney. But like I met Britney when I was 13. Then I was in a music video when I was 19. Wait, how do you just meet Britney Spears when I was though? 25. Um... I auditioned to be in that video and I got it. But then another time I was friends with all of her friends and they thought, this is so bad if they're listening, they thought I was friends with her because I went to Hyde nightclub in LA, which was like the spot because I heard she was in there with Fergie and all these people. And I was getting turned away by the door guy, but it looked like I was leaving the party. And her hairdresser and some of her friends who knew me from like gay bars saw me leaving, quote unquote, the party. Meanwhile, I was just not allowed in. And they thought that I was at her party. So later on in life, when she would have people over, or we'd all like they'd all go to the bar, and I'd be invited because they thought that I was her friend. They thought you were legit. Well, yeah. that's a little bit about the faking it till you make it. And I want to kind of touch on that because I totally believe in that, but I also believe in like a lot of hustle. Mm-hmm. And I think unless you do both, that you yeah, yeah you, need you need both. both. I mean, there's some people who will like make a lot of money just like painting and like not leaving the house, and I don't understand them. Because I don't understand this concept of like not pimping oneself out in public. Yeah. So this is a perfect storm for you and your business and social media. Yeah. It's just why you're really wild what you created in three years or whatever it is. So has it been three years? Three years since that photo was taken day one at Stagecoach Festival of us in the gear. All right. So let me tell my audience Mm -hmm. if they don't know Mm -hmm. that you dress Carrie Underwood. Miranda Lambert, Diplo up in here. Who Shania else? Twain. Shania, Shania Twain. Even though her hat is currently on the road with Kelsey Ballerini, so I usually would let everyone try it on. So this has been three years. This is unbelievable. Three Tell years. us how you get from that beginning picture that you just showed me to dressing Shania Twain and Carrie Underwood. It's funny. I years and years ago, I was like a stylist and I was a TV host and. None of it really like broke as big as Daniel Diamond has, but I had a manager who was like, if I have to throw you in the middle of the road wearing a tutu, I'll do it. Like mm-hmm. whatever it takes to get people's attention, you have to do. And I was never comfortable like making bold moves like that that weren't organic. So one yeah. day finding a roll of rhinestone fringe that I could attach to my clothes, I think was the tutu. Okay. And then we went to the stagecoach festival and all of these outfits, me and all my friends, and 
we were stalked by people. Like so people you went to Stagecoach just being yourself in your clothing that you- Yeah, and I think also to your credit with your jewelry, our clients want to be seen. Yeah. And what I noticed after I did Stagecoach Festival was I also go to the Katy Perry concerts and the Beyonce concerts, but I also go to Carrie Underwood and Luke Bryan. So at a Beyonce show, or say at a Gaga show, mm -hmm. the audience is all in like blonde wigs and sunglasses and shoulder pads. You go to Katy Perry, they're in cupcake boobs and blue wigs. Yeah. But you go to Carrie Underwood and they're in jean shorts and brown boots with a white dirty tank top. And yeah. I'm like, what's the disconnect here? So now we give the opportunity to the audience to look like the stars. And we now, of course, because we have two different collections, one that's higher in price and all hand done, and another that's mass produced, you'll see so many people wearing our mass produced collection to the concerts, especially like Vegas residencies. Yeah. Because they want to emulate what's happening on stage. Of course. And they don't have to like make it at home anymore. They can like come to us and get premium quality. Okay, so tell me, you go from Stagecoach, mm -hmm. everyone's following you around because obviously you're fucking fun. Mm -hmm. I would follow you around if I didn't know you. I would follow I'm you I'm probably going to follow you around tonight a little bit. <laughs> I love that. And Be my puppy. I'm a Leo, though. What is your sign? I'm a Cancer. Oh, I'm surprised. I'm I thought you were going to say Leo. I'm a cancer. I'll probably like, so you're wish washing myself to sleep, but it's oh. all good intentions. Okay. Well, we're not going to have that happen. But so you go to the stagecoach. Uh, what makes you say this is like I? This is a business. How do I? I was with our best friends Andy and Emily, who have access to funding. Okay. Um, and That's important. They see. They see a gap in the market when they know, or they know a gap in the market when they see it. Yeah. And they were like, why are like, there's, there wasn't a moment the whole weekend, 20 people weren't waiting to talk to us, either for a photo, where do we get the clothes or where are we performing? And you were just, we're you were just there as a guest. I was just there to get drunk. And okay. Right, right, right. So, okay. but everyone had a different view of it all because they were seeing into our future. No, right. So then we got quick funding to do a uh, set of samples. So like right there and then you were like, this could fucking yeah, work. Yeah, the following week, the drive home, we okay. like made calls to our friends in the business and asked for all the advice in the world, got some funding, built a sample set, and then we quickly, that was in April. By November, we were premiering in Ron Herman, which in LA is in like the old Fred Siegel. And it, Ron Herman is where most brands who have a vintage edge to them mm -hmm. get their start. Like Legend started there and Free City and so yeah. on and so forth. So we were in there, we became the number one grossing brand in 2020. So during the pandemic, everyone was buying rhinestone jackets. I, I make them and I don't understand. Um, <laughs> where were we going? <laughs> right? <laughs> so how do you get to Nashville? Um, we were shipping a lot to Nashville. I, Makes sense. I flew to New York and New Jersey because I was hosting a coach event at Hudson Yards with my best friend, Teggy French, yep. who I grew up with. And we got a call that it wasn't happening anymore because of COVID right. and that our, everyone was going to die. So I stayed with my family because I thought they were all going to die of COVID for three months. And then after three months, I realized they're going to die, but it's going to be by my bare hands and not COVID. <laughs> and not, so I got to go. I got to leave. I have to go somewhere <laughs> and I don't want that place to be LA. So I ended up going back to LA for two months, packing up my life. Throwing away everything, which yeah. is so good. Right. And because I'm a fashion hoarder. And then I moved to Nashville. And But I, why, like, what brought you to Nashville? I mean, I because felt a you. Force. Yeah. And you did say that you I were getting a, a lot Nashville of orders. Fetish, I call it. Yeah. It's like. Well, it makes sense. I have such a crush on it. And it was the style, it was the people, it yeah. was the fact that, like, you can enjoy live music and celebrities and award shows and all that. And glitz but, and like, glam. Not have to worry about the nonsense anymore. Okay, so you've been here for, you said, two years? 
two years, yeah. And how do you feel now? Do you feel like a resident? I feel like a resident. My mom calls me the mayor. I could see that. She calls me the mayor. Like, we can't walk through her room. It's quite funny. And I'm like, recently I started doing things outside of Nashville, and this is my ego coming out, and I know Rob's going to come in and make fun of me, but I start going to Franklin and Brentwood for stuff in the outskirts of Nashville. And like, now I'm running into people at Starbucks there, or like, I'm walking out of Walmart. I needed potting soil for my little disco ball pot in my apartment. And I hear, Daniel, it's nine in the morning. I'm like, in the parking lot. I'm like, I didn't even tell you that. And it's Lee Bryce's wife, Sarah, who's a dear friend of mine, who like I only ever see downtown or at our house. And I'm like, I can't even go to Walmart in the outskirts anymore. This is what you've become. I, I, I guess you're going to need to make a hat and sunglasses. I do. Yes. I was actually undercover going to grab some food with my friends. Live, don't I hide and a I lot? I spotted someone from LA I knew, and I was like. I hide a lot, don't I, Liv? I'm Does a, she hide out? I do. What do you wear when you hide out? I'm always in gym clothes. Okay. So uh-huh. homely. Do you put on a hat? Yeah, always okay. always in a hat. If I'm in a hat, you don't know it's me. No, you'd have no idea it was me. Yeah. But my hats all say the Siskis. Oh, they do? <laughs> like a dumbass. <laughs> we need to get you some that say like... Like, don't Home talk Depot. to me? <laughs> Home Depot. Ain't nobody going to talk to me with the Home Depot hat on. Okay, well, this is so fascinating. And I want to jump to the fact that... Okay, so great. This was your calling. You're here in... It's calling. And I also... You're here in Nashville. But where does Carrie Underwood call you? So, Lonnie, my business partner, who lives in Santa Monica, and she comes here quite often now, which is exciting that we have her, but she and I were sourcing some jackets for Carrie through Carrie's, one of Carrie's wardrobe stylists was my boss when I was an assistant stylist, like, 18 years ago. Yep. Okay. So, So it all comes full circle. Yeah, it all comes full circle. And again, like, I always kept it cool and was professional and was kind and when in LA, a lot of unfortunate things happened in that world, I always was the one to just know that life is short, but it's also quite long when it comes yeah. to like reputation and things coming back around. And that 100%. I'd rather have my hands clean of drama now, knowing that like, we'll all circle back again one day. Yeah, I and say that, never burn a bridge. No, never burn a bridge. Never burn you a bridge. You can stand up for yourself and yeah. you can like put 100%. a sign on that bridge. But do it in a good like, way. I have a spine. You don't burn it down. Don't burn it down. Um, that's kind of my motto yeah and you it comes back around so now Carrie was born us like five or six times Gwen like five or six times just rubbing but like it things just kind of like happened like the Gwen thing happened because I had a friend named Gregory Arlt who you have to follow on Instagram because he's the most fabulous he does Gwen's makeup and Dita Von Teese and everyone that you love who's like really sexy but edgy at the same time he's the head Mac artist for years but he had seen the jackets on me and like loved the quality thought they looked great and then I, when Gwen started dating Blake and it became serious, I just had an aha moment on a Friday that said, Gwen needs a jacket and he needs to say Blake on the back. Yeah. So I hired an embroiderer to freelance and then bling out Blake on the back. In two days, we had it in her hands at the Grammys because Gregory was happy enough to hand it to her because he knew the quality. He knew that I was I lovely and yes. he knew that like Gwen would love it. And he said she literally screamed when she opened it. Can I say something a little bit like maybe like backtrack a little and maybe this is just me on a tangent, but the way you've just been like saying all these connections, mm-hmm. I feel like nowadays everything's like, what can I, what can mm-hmm. I, what can you do for me? What can you pay me for this? What can you, everything's a shout, paid a shout you out. You shouldn't think that right away. Like it'll come back around. What happened to like human decency or presence or being thoughtful? Like I feel like sometimes you get caught up in this world and it's like sometimes disheartening. And I feel like what you just said, he was kind enough to hand it to her. I'm sure he didn't say you need to pay me 20 grand to hand it to her. No, exactly. And those are the life changing moments. And I feel like 
I feel like there's not a lot of stories like that sometimes. If you try to attract things, you need to, in your meditations and quiet moments, try to attract yeah. people to you who are like-minded. Yes, that's because true. Because I am the person who would hand anything Same. to anyone that Same. I believed in. And if I think of that, so Gregory Arlt became my friend. He and I were close. No, no, we weren't close. We were friendly. He knew my best friend, Teggy French, who I just brought up from my Instagram. He was in Santa Barbara in a restaurant and she walked in. Yeah. And he texted me, he goes, I think your best friend just walked into this restaurant because she does bouffants yeah. and is like She's very fabulous. Artistic. Yes. I go, that's totally her. She's there. Go up to her. They sit down. They became besties. She hires him to do her makeup for a bunch of stuff. I'm now around him a lot. He sees the jackets more. He trusts me. It's like... Well, and you're proud. I'm not taking the... I want you to know that I feel like you and I are like birthed from the same because all the... Uh, my mind's always vintage, sparkle, putting names on things. That's actually how I started uh, the Ciscus. And I started that because I'm thoughtful. Like, if I'm going to give you a present, it's like, I'm going to put Daniel on it because I thought of you. That's how I started the Ciscus. So I really appreciate the fact that you did that for Glenn. And it makes a lot of sense. And I feel like that makes you stand apart. But your product, it's not only about who you know. Your product is amazing. I'm wearing one of his vests right now. And you guys, when I say that I feel like a fucking diva, <laughs> because it's the it's sashaying on me that I feel like I could take over the world. And it's so it's wonderful. It's I'm cute. so and excited. To it and if most of our uh, silhouettes are familiar to the front, so that it's it's either a denim jacket or a military jacket or a Wrangler shirt that to the front looks like something you've worn before, but it's stylist selected, so the fit and color is going to be great. But then we bling out the back of the shoulders to give you an extra little. So tell me what your most popular piece is. Okay, the traditional vintage Levi's jackets. We've sold a few hundred of those. And they are the classic silhouette. You know the silhouette because Dolly Parton made the rhinestones popular in the 80s and 90s. But now we attach it to something more modern and do it in a cool way. So that's that's our number one silhouette. We have the Nashville collection that we based off of it, which Carrie Underwood wears, Carrie Underwood wears both of them. And I don't know if she's been told the difference. She just loves how she feels in them. So it's a really cool opportunity for people to get the look for less. Well, and that's what I was going to have you tell my audience that one of them is the look for less. And I love that because people just, you're, like you said, when they go to the concert, they want to look like their favorite artist. And that's a way that everybody can do it. And I love that. My own mom was like, can you make something I can afford <laughs> so I can support my son? And I did. And it's been a success. We've sold like 3,500 of those. We, you can find them in boot barns all over the country now, which is exciting. We're one of the highest price points that they sell in there, but they just called us a few days ago and said that we're selling like crazy and they can't believe it. What's a boot barn? A boot barn. Okay, so most people <laughs> don't know boot barn, but you know they have 300 stores in America. No, I've never heard of them. They're basically Target for country people. Okay. Boot barn I've... sells everything from free people to Wrangler to Ariat boots. So it started in traditional Western wear. Okay. But now they have a new initiative called Wonder West. And the fashion shows are all curated by the biggest stylists. They're shot by the people who shoot YSL and Tom Ford. And they have these stores all over the country, but they're based in Irvine, California. And if you look at the boot map- barn. Boot barn. I'm fucking gonna look. If you look at the map on their locations, they're everywhere but where you are, but everywhere else, they're everywhere. <laughs> I understand that. We have that. a bunch of them here, and there's one on I'm, Broadway downtown near the Honky Tonks. Okay. We have the window there. It's like, it's a whole situation. So you wholesale is we what I'm hearing. We wholesale them, yeah. So just to them. To Boot Barn, yeah. Not to the Siskis. Not yet. You could work it out. Hey, you guys, we just had an idea. Okay, he had an idea. He wants to drip a jacket in real diamonds. I want real diamonds on my back. Or on J-Lo's back. Yeah. J-Lo, since she's listening, yeah, give she's her a little shout JJ. out. JJ. JJ. JJ, DM us. DM us. 
Uh, I'll text your stylist, and when I do, I need them to reply. Uh, oh. But we, we're on Boot Barn with the jackets, and then you'll be able to find our new boot line next month. Yes, tell us about barn, the boot barn, but also NinaMarcus.com and Nordstrom.com. Yeah, so which is the, the dot coms. We just launched one of our products in Nordstrom, and it was a dream come true really? for me. Yeah. I love that. We're Nordstrom kids. We are. Because, yeah, hi, mm -hmm. I'm like 43. That's right uh, up my... When did that happen? Yeah. And how did that happen? I know. Two kids, 43. Ex-lawyer. I've lived a whole life too. My dad is a 70 something lawyer who should have been an ex lawyer 15 years ago. I always say like, I've never met a happy lawyer. Mm -hmm. Never. But this isn't about me. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Um, I know that's really cliche, but I feel like you're not going to give me a cliche answer. Um, I see myself sleeping a lot because that's important because I never did when I was an assistant and I was like, I was... You were early with coffee. Yeah, I was early with coffee, not sleeping. I would like to be well rested. <laughs> not sleeping. Designing constantly, yeah, um, being supported that. for my marketing skills and my marketing brain that I know are my like secret little trick. Yeah, and I can I can see that about you and your marketing, and I feel like because the first thing I asked him when we started talking is, do you have PR? Because mm -hmm. obviously you've blown the fuck off the celebrity world, and he said no, and I love that. Yeah, we just do it. I mean, seventeen years in LA, going out yeah, five nights a week, you're true. gonna know some people. You see, it was all good. But All those I hangovers did all those, you well. Uh, my, tell my dad, tell my dad, tell my dad. <laughs> Mr. Musto, yeah. Mr. Musto, everything's fine. Yeah, he's a lawyer in New Jersey. He did he get you out of DUIs? Uh, no, I did get like pulled over after taking one shot when I was 18 and I got like a little slap on the wrist, but I don't even know if he knows about that to this day. So, hey dad, <laughs> thanks for nothing. Shout out. Thanks uh, for nothing. Yeah, but I think in 10 years, being well rested, being able to you know, flex my creative muscles with Lonnie, still working on Daniel Diamond and whatever else yeah. joins forces with us. I love that. And that's my I, dream too. Like to be the creative and not have to not worry about like the bullshit, mm -hmm. but you know, you get in the minutiae of your business mm -hmm. and it's hard to be the creative. Like I am so not creative, the bigger we get, if that makes sense. No, it's impossible unless you hire it's out impossible. Which many stages of the business growing. You don't have the capacity to hire out yet. So Correct. you have to dip away for a little while, but and I you, do try to stay as creative as possible. I know. I do. Well, tell me what you do to stay creative. I know you said a little bit about meditating. I also am huge about a routine, man, manifesting, meditating, tapping. What do you do? I need the country city cocktail. So I need to go out into the woods uh -huh. and then quickly need to be in a space where like it feels cosmopolitan and there's designer brands. Are we shopping. like the same person? So I need like, I need to be in my, and I'm, I might wear the gym clothes to both so I don't get stopped in when I'm shopping and they <laughs> just Home Depot hat? I also look so confident when I'm shopping. Everyone thinks that I work in the store. <laughs> you do. You, well, your posture is like amazing. Me for me or they think they're like, hi, can I get this in medium? <laughs> Either way, you're fucked and have to talk Either to somebody. Way, I like wear gym clothes and carry a shopping bag with me. So everyone leaves I could alone. see that. You're like on a mission with your backup straight. And they're like, sir, excuse me. Do you have this in a size no, small? I'm like, no, I just carry a rolling rock with me everywhere. I go Because <laughs> I shop so much. So ultimately going on a hike and then going into a shopping environment and like I love being like on a hike oh my god New York. same uh, you and I I feel like we're similar because I need like that time to like regroup and like take me to Arizona put me in front of a fire away but then on a hike me but then take me to New York exists. City so we can go shopping for two days yes, exactly. or Vegas and then fly me back home exactly. I am the same way this has been amazing I, I I could talk to you for weeks even though we have I, I want to tell my audience, we have an event. It's starting in yeah, like probably. 20 minutes. Oh yeah, we have 20 minutes, so we're gonna party, so. So I'm hoping that you, maybe you and I could 
you could come back on. I would love to. That would be awesome. You know where we I could, live. We could, you know where I live? <laughs> no, but ah! as long as you know where I live, you, you, <laughs> you'll get me. You might you like me. Cleveland. Um, I could come to Cleveland. You could bling out Cleveland. Um, I have a friend who moved there from LA and is loving every second. Who and is she it? lives in. Wait, Allison? Uh, uh, no, it's no. her name. She's a reality producer, but she has. She lives on like an estate now for like 90 grand. So good for her. 90 grand. No, I don't know. Fuck. I'm exaggerating. But she did it like three years ago and okay. people love it. She's killing it. So I, Ohio, here we come. All right. I love show? it. Are you fucking kidding Do me? You? Yeah, we have a Nordstrom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, um, we'll come to a pop up at Nordstrom. Yeah, Let's yeah, that. that'll be a good idea. Right. No, I look forward to it. It's been like Daniel has us here doing a pop up in a store. We're so honored. We came to Nashville for you. We adore you. We follow you. We're proud of you. Thank we you. only hope to have the same level of success as you, and you're fucking killing it. Thank you. So we'll bring everybody for, together. Thank you for for being on our wildly unprofessional podcast. Before you go, tell me one thing. Tell me your most wildly unprofessional attribute. Um, my most wildly unprofessional attribute would be, I mean, is it unprofessional that I can like slam some fast food on my way into a fancy I love it. I love and it. And just like burp my way through yeah, the yeah. crowd without anyone knowing. I love Taco I Bell. Because I to pound some Taco Bell before That's wonderful. I went into the, the trenches. I love it. Is that wildly unprofessional? I mean, yeah, it's good. That's, it's that's what It's your truth. That's me. Did you have some tonight? Um, I had Burger King for lunch. <laughs> Who fucking eats Burger King anymore? I worked anymore? and then I got Burger King. Because, you know why? Because I had a gift card, and that's a whole <laughs> other story. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, and don't burp in my face. Can I have a sis kiss? Yes. Mwah. There we go. That was wildly unprofessional. <laughs> Not to me, but thank you. <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Woo, that was a fun jam-packed mini episode with Daniel Diamond. Now I bet you guys can see why he is such a sparkle in my life and so many others' lives. In honor of Daniel, let's take 20% off all the sparkle on the Siskiss site with code WU Daniel Diamond. WU Daniel Diamond will get you 20% off all our bling over on the Siskiss.com. Until next one, wild one. <laughs>